This week, we're speaking to Penny McPeak, the founder and VP of Penny and Lucy Lou Art, which Penny founded in 2013. Penny also receives help from her pet pooch, a Dotson named Lucy Lou, but nicknamed Luli. Welcome to Zila Food. Zila is the German word for soul, so soul food, but Zila food. This podcast is in conjunction with Zila Magazine, an online magazine bridging faith, cultures, and culture. I'm Allie Portee, an American Southern girl who travels and loves talking to people. I'm bringing you conversations from global movers and shakers from somewhere in the world. From these conversations, hopefully you'll be inspired to move and shake too. Thanks for spending time with me today. I hope you get fed. So let's begin. When Penny started her business, she built it from the ground up with her website, pennyandlucylou.com, and then she began to take her photography to the next level to make it business. To print outdoor art, Penny offers substrates like aluminum, acrylic, tempered glass, and newly non-glare acrylic. Penny uses the highest quality of UV-cured ink for her work, and when it comes to printing indoor art, Penny prints on paper and framing, as well as on PVC, hardboard, gatorboard, and she uses other options. Penny is also able to do customized work. She works in South Carolina, Georgia, North Carolina, and Virginia. In this interview, Penny opens up about her journey to starting her own turnkey art line by joining generations of women entrepreneurs in her family like her mother and her grandmother. Penny talks about what led her to start a business, the pros and cons of being an entrepreneur, what her art line offers, and her faith. That is her Christian faith. So sit tight and enjoy this interview with a South Carolina businesswoman in the art business. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to do this podcast today and to talk about your experience in business um, as a woman um, in South Carolina um, and just to talk about some of the challenges that you go through in starting a business, the things that people should think about before they go into starting a business, and then what your company does. So we'll jump right into it. Okay. Um, what are some of the things that you wish that you knew now <laughs> um, than when you knew before starting your business? What are some things that people must think about? Well, you know, I'm three years in, um, so I am still learning to that extent of what, um, what I need to, to do to keep, continue growing. Um, but... I took the steps to starting very slowly uh, to to ensure that I did them, made them wise uh, wise steps um, before jumping fully in um, and making a lot of mistakes that could cost a lot of money. Sure. So, um, really, the best thing is uh, I found guidance along the way through some other companies. Um, specifically, there's one. Uh, we're very close with since my mom, uh, Pam McPeak, is an interior designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she works with a company um, 
and uh, they, the owner of that company specifically talked to me, and I was very fortunate to have some quality time with asking him questions and how to move forward, specifically to work with designers, residential designers um, on projects and how to kind of shape my business so that it would be user-friendly for them and uh, things like that. And you come from a family of women entrepreneurs, yes. so then you kind of already had that guidance as well. Yes. Did you hesitate at all, or did the think, women in your family say, just do it? Just yeah, it? yeah. I mean, I, th- I think there's, I know I definitely have had some um, some moments where I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, this is so stressful. I could go work somewhere and not have to worry about this, but then I think about the freedoms that I have and the benefits that I have by being an entrepreneur. Uh, I actually come from a family, in the past two generations on both sides of my family, at least two generations, there have been so many entrepreneurs and different businesses. I mean, going back to my grandma, even her dad was a business owner. He owned a grocery. Her grandfather owned a farm, so there's been business ownership and, and that type of response kind of ingrained in me. Sure. Um, but the design side and the creative side of it has has more rec- you know, come more recently after working with my mom and, and kind of following somewhat in her footsteps, but a little bit to the side of those footsteps. So we're together in it, but to the side a little bit as well. Sure. And you were a journalist before, right? Or you were working for a newspaper in right. Virginia. And what was the pivotal moment that the day, was it a day that you woke up and said... <laughs> I'm going to go start my own art business. No, that did not. It it didn't happen quite like that. Um, I wish it did, but... Um, I, uh, I actually was a copy editor, so I would lay out the newspapers before they would go to press, um, which I love. I love doing that. That was such a great two-plus two years of my life that I learned so much. I learned uh, a lot of how to use programs that I hadn't used before, InDesign, Photoshop, Illustrator. Those were the top three, and then I learned how the production of newspaper works or how production of any material works when you produce it and layout and design and then what the end result is. And I was fortunate to be able to have my end result within, you know, eight hours of my work, which, you know, is not a very common thing. Sometimes magazines and things, it takes a lot longer. Of course. But anyway, at some point I had... some time where it was just becoming more difficult to work, uh, meaning the stress was just more than I needed to have. Um, I it was I worked three to midnight, so I was working under very intense regimens and long hours, and and just. Um, the lifestyle was not a lifestyle I wanted to continue to have. Um, Nothing in particular against anyone that I worked with, but it just, um, my time was due. I I had learned what I needed to learn and and still think about those times. Um, I've only been out about four years, so so that's, um, but I moved back home. I, I actually tried to find a marketing position and different jobs all over and nothing came through and, and my mom said, well, 
you know, there's always the last resort you can come home and uh, I need some help marketing, I need some help at the office with my work, and so I said, okay, I'll do that. And um, I immediately started really focusing on my photography, and, and I said, we need to get photos of every project you do. Well, no, I, we don't need to do that. I don't think that's necessary. And, and I proceeded to tell her that every project is important, no matter how big or small it is. And so we started working that way, and so I started doing photo shoots of her, her work as an interior designer, and progressively grew her website a little bit larger, and her social media, you know, input, and, and uh, things like that. And then at some point, I was just about six, a couple months in, uh, was just uh, saying, you know, I really want to do more of my own my own thing as well um, and so we started to kind of brainstorm a little bit more uh, what what my strengths were as far as an artist because um, I had started making jewelry at 13 so I was like well I could start making jewelry more and do that more and but then I just couldn't see down the road where that would go and so I, we started talking more about my photography and so we started working on I started working on different ways to to manipulate my photography and, and use it and do different shots that were unusual compared to a lot of photographers. And so, um, Would you say that the skills that you learned um, at the newspaper you worked at in Virginia, learning the software some, yeah. design, and yeah. Yeah. prepared you for this role? Definitely. I think uh, I definitely think it helped. And I, I also hung out with all the photographers at the paper too, so that so also helped. how to do photography. I, I knew I knew a lot before then. It's not a lot, but I knew some strong basics prior to that. But then I learned more digital wise. I knew more film okay. um, photography, and uh, so you know we would talk photography stuff, and and I would take photos and do things. But um, I went hiking a couple times, and that's with some of those photographer friends, and, and that's where some of my first pieces started, uh, where I did close-ups of lichen and moss and these earth things that would make good statement pieces for a room and so that's that's kind of where so I guess when you realize that after the long hours you just kind of maybe and then you you decided you could help your mom with her business that you just put the pieces together of the skills and experience that you had mm -hmm. up to date and you're like I can make a business out of this definitely and you just went for it did you have any hesitation because research shows that women are more hesitant um, especially in running for political office but into putting themselves out there to, to follow their dreams and start a business women are a bit more hesitant than men did you have any reservations no years I think I, I don't think I in that respect I don't think I had hesitation that most women would feel sometimes that can be maybe because of uh, different financial trying to have that um, stability or even starting to become incorporated I was very fortunate to be um, born to the family that I am that my mom has had her business for over 30 years and she is incorporated so I kind of had my cards laid out a little bit for me, so I didn't have to go into uh, starting from scratch, I guess is the best way to put it. I started in a semi-scratch, okay. <laughs> so somewhat, um, you know, an established business that 
is still a part of the family in that way. Got it. Yeah. So describe to us what your business is and what you specifically do. And your business is named Penny and Lucy Lou Art. So you, the Lucy Lou part is your little cute Dotson. Yes. Um, what inspired you to put Lucy Lou's name in it? It's a very interesting marketing technique, I think. Yeah. Because you have your little cute dog, a, a little photo of her on yes. your business card. Yes. Um, how did that come about? Well, um, so we got Luli. Her nickname is Luli, so she goes uh, by that mostly, but um, her formal name is Lucy Lou. And so we got her uh, Easter of 2011, I think. I think it was 2011 or 2012. And... Um, she, we just fell in love with her, and so this was all happening. The art that I was working on was all starting to come into fruition. We got her in the mix, and we started kind of, I mean, just building off of this like cuteness with her, and and um, we've had a really good response, definitely from designers that I've spoken with and, and uh, talked to about my art, especially if they're dog lovers or dachshund lovers, they immediately connect with me on that level. Um, but uh, the art, um, to go back to your first question, to answer that is, uh, so we are an outdoor indoor art line, and what that means is I sell to the trade, uh, meaning to designers, architecture firms, um, hospitality uh, uh, designers, and yeah, and, and uh, the administration that plans all these things, commercial, healthcare, um, senior living projects, those are kind of our things that we work on mostly. Um, and I do some uh, retail sales uh, here in Columbia uh, with Stephen Ford. He's an interior designer at his composition store. Um, so, you know, th there's a kind of a variety of things that I offer in that. And then the outdoor part of the art is uh, we print on acrylic, uh, aluminum, we print on tempered glass, and um, kind of doing some other unique things, printing maybe on some different types of materials. You yeah. showcase or your work is showcased on the walls of a lot of Columbia businesses, and then you also work with people in North Carolina, right? And Virginia, are you in yeah. Georgia? We have so I have two sales reps, so they kind of cover the basis for travel on those states. Um, locally, I, I've mostly um, I, I've done some local work, but uh, most of those projects have also been out of state as well. Um, but uh, worked with um, GMK Associates. They had a out-of-state senior living in uh, Cary, North Carolina. Did some art for that project. Um, we we have some uh, that does. Sorry, let me back up. Um, the sales reps that I have, we have two sales reps. Bess uh, covers North and South Carolina um, for commercial hospitality. And then uh, Karen, she covers Georgia, Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, Mississippi, and Louisiana. And she has some sub-reps that uh, they, she has a kind of a conglomerate of reps that work with her, but she's my point of contact in that. And so Karen and Bess are my two, my two ladies that have pretty much helped me cover the Southeast with um, any commercial hospitality projects. And you mentioned that you have a team. How important is a team in having a business? And 
um, is it as overwhelming as one may think to be able to, you know, how did you go about finding these two women? Are they paid on commission? Uh, did you put an ad in the, the local job advert <laughs> site to find them? Right, or right. Could you do this work without them? No. Okay. Absolutely not. They, um, they help me get to places that uh, they already are working with a lot of designers. They, they've found new designers that they had not worked with previously. I've given them contacts because they both are independent sales reps. So that means they cover, they, they'll carry lines like fabric lines for commercial work. They'll carry furniture, outdoor furniture, lighting. Um, they'll cover kind of a nice little package of, of a basis for a project that someone might be working on. They need help, and they might only use one thing out of that line, but then they say, hey, I like working with Bess, or I like working with Karen. Maybe I'll see what else they have to work with. How did you find them? I found, uh, I actually started with Bess, uh, and she's based in Charlotte. And I found her, I actually went to, uh, it's called NEWH. It's um, a group of women in hospitality. For It was National Executives and Women in Hospitality. It started in the 80s, I believe, but it's actually grown more. It's not just women executives, and it's not just women. It's men and women, anything to do with hospitality, uh, from the line, the lines that um, are offered, or designers are members. Um, we are members, and uh, I met Bess at an event, and she uh, was just starting as an independent rep, and she was kind of telling me where she was growing. And uh, so a couple months after that, that January, she called me and said, well, I need some art. What can we do here? So um, that's where we started. And then she brought Karen along um, at some point because Karen liked the art. So. so a team is essential probably in starting a business. Uh, definitely. Say, you can't, um, can't do it on your own. No, it, not in this business. Okay. There are certain businesses I'm sure you can work more alone. Um, but uh, the, the best way to succeed in, in this business is hitting that pavement. And they help do that, uh, getting door-to-door. Um, just like door-to-door sales were back in the old days. It's not any different today. Is, it's still the same, um, just a little bit more uh, sophisticated. Um, and, uh, you know, we go. I'll go with Bess on appointments and things. We've got some coming up, and we'll go meet, set up the appointment with the client and uh, do a full presentation. Uh, about an hour long sometimes we'll take you know we'll do like a lunch and learn if they need to learn about a new line or a new product um, and then uh, but anyways yeah that's pretty much it's like a full pitch yes. that you have to do yes I have a selected amount of time that I have to be able to get my info out to them how much time do you usually have for your when when I go with Bess I usually have about probably about 10 a solid 10 minutes maybe a little bit longer depending and then the rest is Q&A and discussion. Her time, too. She, If I go with her on appointments, um, she'll let me present. She'll, I'll present my art, and she'll present the other lines, and she'll kind of... We'll go back and forth talking about questions and things that they need to know about the art and how it comes and what the options are, how, custom, how customized it can be, and so... Yeah. Getting back to how you use your little dog, Lucy Lou. Was that a marketing strategy that you had, or how did it come It about? turned into that. Okay. It turned into that. Okay. Um, I, I think I just wanted to include Luli, yeah. uh, just because, I don't know, she's adorable. But, she is. Um, <laughs> so I, um, it wasn't necessarily a strategy that I sat down and planned out. Um, I, uh, it's become a thing, you know, we've gone, there's a, we've gone to 
to uh, appointments here in town, and they've said, well, next time you come, you need to bring Lily, you know. And do you bring her? Sometimes. If it's somebody I know. If it's someone I'm not, I'm very new to meeting, I don't bring her. She's a, she's a bit of uh, rambunctious, and she likes to be very vocal. I see. So, but if anybody comes to the office, they do meet Lily. I see. So. Do you find that by putting um, Lily on, you know, your logo and having her name um, in your your brand, um, that your business, it, it, it brings in more business or it makes people more um, open right. to wanting to talk to you more because right. she's there. Um, well, I haven't really... Uh, gotten too much into detail about it. I have been curious about that myself. Um, I think the biggest thing is, is it sets me apart from other art lines. So there's a lot of art lines out there and a lot of them, they don't really, if they have logos, they're usually like, there's some that are like monogram looking logos or their their logo is, you know, a paintbrush or something to that effect where it's a little bit, or it's just their name in a really cool font or something that they've created. But um, Luli kind of sets us apart. And I did start originally saying, you know, Luli and I go, you know, we'll kind of go explore together on new adventures to create the custom art you need for your projects. And so sometimes I'll take her with me to, you know, actually do some photo shoots and things, but not all the time. I see. But But it is kind of that thing that she's... She's there with me. I've got that sense because some of the photos I do, I do very close up. Things like she, like I would see from her point of view. Yes. Um, almost like her perspective, um, which, which is, is great. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of cool too. Um, it gives so you a different yeah. angle. It does. For the it does. Pieces. Macro macro photography is one of my my favorites. Um, I love doing the very close up photos. Yes. And. Um, I want to talk just briefly about faith. How important, I, I know that you're a Christian, is having faith in going into business. Do you really draw upon your faith in challenging days or if business slows down? Yeah, I, I think that's a great question. Um, you know, it's, it's actually very interesting getting into this business, this to-the-trade-only business um, where designers go and they'll find new furniture companies, new lighting companies, all this. You would be very interested to hear how many companies are faith-based and what their purpose, their purpose behind their business is God and how um, they don't do what they're doing without Him. And they are very uh, strong about that and strong about showing it too, you know, uh, which I find very interesting. Um, do you think it's possible for a business to succeed and do well when you're really bringing God in very boldly into the to the mission? I, to the I mission mean, it takes time. Marketing? Right. All of these businesses take time. I mean, he's not going to make it happen overnight like anything. But um, I think by showing that on the forefront, uh, and, and that that is something that I've considered um, having a little bit more forefront or... Uh, kind of putting that somewhat in my business philosophy. Because that I, God yeah. guides you yeah, as you... I think so. I, I, I definitely think so. I think um, one of my things that I always questioned with like faith was like not asking for help. Because it's like, well, God puts us here on earth to take care of ourselves. And, uh, you know, we need to make our decisions. That's how I always thought. And uh, we would, you know, need to 
you know, take with what he's given us. Well, I found that there's times where even when I've been given what I've been given, it's very hard to continue, like, and make sure I'm still on the same right path. um, So that's kind of one of those things, if that makes any sense, that uh, I think has been very faith-growing in in the past three years with the business. Sure. Yeah. Um, A lasting couple of questions. Where do you see Penny and Lucy Liu um, in the future? What what are your hopes and your dreams for the company? My hopes and dreams, and I actually had a, a design I met with recently in uh, Richmond, Virginia, he asked me the same question. He said, I think, he gave me a three to five year frame or maybe ten years or something like that. And I just stood there and I was like, you know, I think uh, I hadn't thought about it too much because I I try not to overwhelm myself with all the different possibilities and because things have changed even in three years that I never expected would have happened. I, I, I hope at, at you know, down the road that Penny and Lucy Art is able to customize um, and help uh, healing um, in, in different healthcare settings, um, help progress healing. That's one of my biggest um, forefronts that I want to continue on. Uh, healthcare is very important to me in that way mm-hmm. um, because he- healthcare, it involves not just what you're going to the doctor for, it involves your surroundings. Um, But even in hospitality, any type of hospitality or commercial, restaurant, uh, different, different, I mean, even education areas, there's different types of commercial projects that we have the ability to create um, the art that is being sought after. And and a lot of times, they don't even know what they're looking for, and and that's fine. And that's where the conversation starts. Okay. yeah. Okay, great. And uh, do you hope to go to Europe or the Middle East oh. or Africa someday and start to photograph there? Maybe so. Yeah, definitely Europe. I don't know about the Middle East, but <laughs> yeah, maybe someday. I travel a bit. I would. I would. I've actually had a, a friend of mine from college. She's from Thailand, and she's she's offered for me to come over anytime. And I'm like, maybe someday. Maybe I'll have a hotel I need to work on over there. Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you so much for your time and offering some insights. And hopefully it will be inspiring to someone who wants to start their own business. Yeah, definitely. I hope hope so. Yeah, I guess you would just say to just do it. Just go for it. Go for it. Uh, I I definitely would say that. you know, and think about what you want to accomplish. Yes. I mean, so have a vision. Have a vision. Don't just do it just because you don't like where you're at working. You can't. You can't really just do that unless you have some sort of a financial background that can support that. Of course. But um, but definitely consider your options and think about what you could accomplish with having your own business. Wonderful. Well, so, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this podcast conversation and that it fed you in some way to pursue your own dreams. Be sure to subscribe to Zayla Mag at zaylamag.com, S-E-E-L-E-M-A-G.com, where you'll be automatically entered to win our giveaways. And follow us on Instagram at Zayla Magazine, S-E-E-L-E Magazine. Till next time.